afternoon, everyone, and welcome to the Wednesday edition of the Dark to Light podcast with Frankie Val in the basement and Beans. You're back home in the basement where you belong, Frank. I'll probably be back in the studio on Friday morning, but uh, yeah, back here today because Anthony's girlfriend offered to feed the cat so I could um, make today a little bit less complicated because it's going to be a complicated one. So, yeah, I feel it. Complicated days are annoying. Very annoying. Somebody just quoted 839. That's the time we started the actual show show. There's a lot of important stuff to talk about today. We had a little laugh beforehand and now we'll get serious. So yesterday, Frank, Donald Trump came out and said um, that he got a letter from Jack Smith saying he was a target in this new January 6th probe um, that he's likely going to be indicted and and he should maybe potentially think of coming and talking to the grand jury. Um, I don't know what in the ever living hell they could potentially indict him about surrounding January 6th, given everything that we know. However, before we get to him, also yesterday, the Michigan Attorney General charges false elector, um, indicted people for being false electors. 16 people were charged. The list of them is kind of gross, honestly. Um, They're all in their late mid to late 50s through some of them are in their mid to late 70s. Um, They are being accused of all kinds of crimes for attempting to advance a Trump slate of electors as the real electors given Michigan was stolen in the 2020 election. You remember all this going on, right? Yeah, and I was reading about this yesterday. You can tell what the charges that the people putting this together wanted to uh, wanted to really harm harm their targets because it was all in duplicate. Then there's you get the crime, then you get a series of crimes that are conspiracy to the original accusation. So you can tell that they really wanted this list to be long and egregious. Just like they did with January 6th, people. Somebody in the chat said, I sound like I've been screaming. I don't know what happened two days ago. I just started getting laryngitis out of nowhere. I don't know why. So my voice is a little weird, but it is what it is. Um, All of them are charged with eight felonies. Two counts of election law forgery, two counts of forgery, uttering and publishing, conspiracy to commit forgery, conspiracy to commit election law forgery, and conspiracy to commit forgery. Conspiracy to commit forgery and conspiracy to commit uttering and publishing, which carry the steepest of penalties, are both punishable by up to 14 years in prison and a $10,000 fine. Yeah. They, so, they, 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 you know, for everything they, they talk about, insurrections, deadly insurrections, they really want to kill people. It's, they would love to. I mean, these are death sentences for most of these people. Yeah. Yeah. Which is something. And I just wanted to, Kanakawa did a great thread. Because this is the most ridiculously hypocritical bull ever. In 2016, the Democrats, Hollywood celebrities, and corporate news outlets urged electors to vote against President Donald Trump. We talked about this at the time. Like, I don't, not us, but us as a group. Because it was so ridiculous. Lawrence Lezig's article in the Washington Post on November 26, 2016, argued that Republican electors had the constitutional right and duty to switch their votes from Trump to Clinton. This sparked a movement supported by figures like Michael Moore, John Podesta, Keith Olbermann, Rosie O'Donnell, and several Hollywood celebrities. While they only convinced a few electors, it's important to recognize the double standard of justice and the treatment of Democrats and Republicans when objecting to elections. They, he has quotes of all the 
Tweets from these people like Chris Hayes. Fun fact, states decide how to appro- uh, how to apportion their electors. Fun they- fact, fun, fun fact, fun punch, fa- throat punch. They could give all of them to say whatever candidate won majority of counties. Lawrence Tribe said the same thing. Um, people have been telling this to the reporters for the past 24 hours. Electors should not and cannot choose a man who will violate the oath. Oh, so now you get to choose and decide whether or not he's violating the oath before he even takes who, off. I love that. Who will violate the oath which of course is again what country are they talking about when they have nothing but absolute disdain for the founding so which country are they uh are they afraid is going to be violated in some way then the new one that they built on top of the real one here's a video of uh michael moore on msnbc I think there are people who are pushing very hard who think that um, because of some of the constitutional perils of the emoluments clause, uh, because of the popular <laughs> vote margin, because of um, a fundamental, they think, threat to liberal democracy, that that, the, that electors should be persuaded and pressured on Monday to to part with what their pledge is and vote, and vote against Donald Trump. Yes, they absolutely you should do so? that. Absolutely. I, I believe right now that there are electors. They only need 38 of them who have a conscience or who are worried mm. about a man who won't attend the daily security briefings, who uh, who we now know Russia was trying to help get elected. I mean, can you imagine if this is, if you or I had been running for office and they, they showed that the Iranians were somehow involved in helping you or me get elected? What would happen? They, they, they should all be in jail. They should be in jail by the standard. They should all be in jail. No, just, yeah, by the standard and by the principle. They should all be in jail. Just to be able to look back and have all these retrospectives on what they pulled, on what they pulled and, and the script that they ran, they should be in jail. Um, in an open letter posted on his Facebook account, Michael Moore pledged to cover the fines of electors if they voted against Trump. Harvard Law Professor Lawrence Lessig extended an offer to provide free legal services. Some headlines. The Daily Beast. It's not too late for electors to change history. Slate. Will enough electors go rogue to stop Trump? Vox. Let conscientious electors do their jobs. Time. Electors against Trump are faithful, not faithless. And then there was this. I'll never forget it in my entire life. Here. Message is for you. As you know, our founding fathers built the Electoral College to safeguard the American people from the dangers of a demagogue and to ensure that the presidency only goes to someone who is, to an eminent degree, endowed with the requisite qualifications. An eminent degree. Someone who is highly qualified for the job. I hate them. The Electoral College was created specifically to prevent an unfit candidate from becoming president. There are 538 members of the Electoral College. You and just 36 other conscientious Republican electors can make a difference by voting your conscience on December 19th and thereby shaping the future of our nation. I'm not asking you to vote for Hillary Clinton. I'm not asking you to vote for Hillary Clinton. I'm not asking you to vote for Hillary Clinton. As you know, the Constitution gives electors the right to vote for any eligible person. Any eligible person, no matter which party they belong to. But it should certainly be someone you consider especially competent. Especially competent to serve as President of the United States of America. By voting your conscience, you and other brave Republican electors can give the House of Representatives the option to select a qualified candidate for the presidency. I stand with you. I stand with you. I stand with you. So sad. I stand with you in support and solidarity with conservatives, independents, and liberals. And all citizens of the United States. 
The American people trust that your voice speaks that for us Moby? all. And that you, you will make yourself heard through the constitutional responsibility granted to you by Alexander Hamilton himself. What is evident is Just that wait, Donald Trump lacks more than so the qualifications to, to be president. He lacks the necessary stability. <laughs> and clearly the respect for the constitution of our great nation. You have position. The authority. And the opportunity to go down in the books as an American hero who changed the course of history. And you have my respect. Oh, you have my respect. You God. have my respect. Couldn't, for your patriotism and service that. to the American people. Unite for America. Unite for America as you try to erase the votes of however many hundred, like millions of people voted for yeah, Donald Trump. Right. I Look, yeah. this, this is just the most glaring of examples of why these poor 16 people who were just indicted should be should be suing the government for, for everything they're worth right now. First of all, Martin Sheen can go to hell. He thinks, he I played the president on the, uh, I played the, I, I know what I'm qualified as. I play the president on television. And then you have Moby, who is the little, I mean, this whole thing is CIA op. Moby is literally a CIA mule. Okay, he not too long after that, he was in the news talking about how his friends in the CIA told him he needed to get the word out about how Russia was 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 partnered with Donald Trump. These are controlled biological robot. They're just biocomputers that have been. I mean, they should all be. They should all be arrested and in jail. Is what they should be, Frank. De all of Deborah, them. Me Deborah Messing's a mess. She's a mess. Her last name is very, very appropriate for her. She is a mess. All of them. I can't. And it really hurts me to see people like Bob Odenkirk pop up because, uh, you know, I don't watch anything. I'm not a like a Will and Grace fan. Um, I think the only thing I've ever watched of Deborah Messings voluntarily is Along Came Polly because it's one of my one of my uh, more favorite comedies out there. Um, but she's the bad guy in that. So that's easy. Still, you look at all these people and you're just like, I don't want to watch your stuff anymore. No, it ruins everything. It, ruins it really everything. does. I have to block it out when I watch Better Call Saul. And You I mean, can't even, block even, it out anymore. It's impossible. It's How horrible. Horrible. They should all be in jail. Democrats have objected to certifying electoral college wins for the presidential contests of 2000, 2004, and 2016. In 2004, Senator Barbara Boxer joined Rep. Stephanie Tubbs Jones, in Ohio, a Democrat from Ohio, in objecting to President Bush's electoral win in Ohio, noting issues and discrepancies with voting machines, among other irregularities. Quote, we have the legitimacy of our elections challenged, rightly or wrongly, by people who are not certain as to whether our processes are fair and just, Senator Obama said. As we look at our election system, I think it's fair to say that there are many legitimate questions about its accuracy, its integrity, and they're not confined to the state of Ohio, Senator Clinton said. Remember, the Democrats objected to the last three presidential contests won by Republicans as the justice system is weaponized against Donald Trump and his supporters. There's a clip here I just want to play real quick, and then we'll move on to the Trump stuff. Uh, I was not in this body four years ago. Uh, but what I observed uh, as a voter, as a citizen of Illinois uh, four years ago, were troubling evidence of the fact that not every vote was being counted. Senator from New York. Mr. President, um, this is obviously a difficult debate for many reasons. Uh, but I commend the senator from California 
for joining with members of the House, most particularly Congresswoman Stephanie Tubbs Jones, uh, in raising the objection because it does permit us to air some of these issues. Why did a computing error in Franklin County initially award 4,258 extra votes to George Bush when only 638 people had actually voted? Thankfully, they fixed it. But how many other votes did the computers get wrong? Oh, boy. Too many voters have cast votes on machines that jam or melt. See, jamming machines was okay back then, but Arizona in 2020-2022? No good. Can't have jamming machine complaints. That's a problem. Elections are nonsense. Apparently, all of them. Yeah, for, for a long time. And that's just what it, I, I guess that's just what we need to accept at this point. Um, and, and then here's the thing. What is all of this? That's what all this is built on top of. That's what the Michigan thing is all about. It's it's going after people who had the the nerve to even call attention to the fact that they, this is designed so that the establishment that means both parties, the agents that are in both parties that are working for a common end. That, that that establishment is never overcome and that in their courts who are you going how are you going to beat them in their courts too on top of that i it's really just a call calling everybody's attention to really un, digesting what the, the the grim reality is here again so uh so they're seizing phones frank um they took people's phones they took john eastman jeffrey clark boris Epstein. Uh, who's a lawyer in house counsel for Donald Trump. They took all their phones. Um, there was a hearing yesterday in the classified documents case in Florida, and the judge was really apparently not amenable to either one of their arguments about when the trial should happen. She also struck down a protective order that the uh, def that the government wanted and um, struck it down without prejudice, asking them to clarify it a little bit more. I'm sure they will. It was very sweeping and broad, so she was just not having any of it. We still don't know when the case will be heard in front of a jury, but the Trump team is arguing they have millions of documents that have been provided to them, and there's just no way that they'll have the time to go through all of them. They want the trial to be pushed till after the election is over. Jack Smith wants it to be heard in December or something, I think. Um, not sure, but we still don't know when that will be, and... We have the newest thing here, which is apparently they're going after him on something January 6th related. I don't know what you could go after him January 6th related when this is what he said on January 6th. I'm asking for everyone at the U.S. Capitol to remain peaceful, no violence. Remember, we are the party of law and order. Respect the law and our great men and women in blue. Thank you. Please support our Capitol Police and law enforcement. They are truly on the side of our country. Stay peaceful. And and doesn't matter. We are now going to march peacefully and patriotically down to the Capitol. That's it allowed. Does, it, it, these are not th these, these are not things that they missed, Tracy. Oh, I know. These are, I know. That's so it just doesn't matter. Um and then he had an answer yesterday. Now, that's only the stuff they found. 
There's a lot of other things, and there'll be some things that you never find, but there's a lot of other things. So he's getting millions of dollars illegally from China. And then you say, hey, they impeached me over a phone call that was perfect. Why aren't they impeaching Biden for receiving tens of millions of dollars? Why isn't he under impeachment? You know, they talk about emoluments for the first two years of Trump's term. They, they tried to, they A, revived the word. They taught millions of people what the hell an emolument is. And then uh, and, and then they tried to make everything a violation of the emoluments clause. And meanwhile, uh, these people do nothing but ingri- just uh, enrich themselves through the office. Well, apparently today is like the day of whistleblowers um, coming to the to the fore. Um, they're going to be talking to the IRS whistleblowers today. Um, they're coming before the public to talk about the government's investigation into Biden. The hearing is going to serve as a way for Republicans to give former President Trump political cover, as per the Hill, as he faces likely a third indictment over January 6th, while also fueling a potential impeachment inquiry against Attorney General Merrick Garland. So Shapley and an unnamed IRS agent told the House Ways and Means Committee they were displeased with the investigation into his tax matters. Those people, I guess, will be there today. And we are going to uh, get to watch that hearing. I don't understand why they haven't brought brought Biden up on impeachment yet. They clearly have enough information. It doesn't make any sense to me. And he yeah. really should be impeached. Sure. Sure. And, 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 and not only that, I mean, well, obviously, just like the other two, the House, they had a simple majority. They knew they can impeach for whatever, and they did. And, and now you have actual real estate. I mean, this is not even symbolic. I guess it's symbolic in the fact that you know that it's going to hit a brick wall in the Senate and there's going to be no trial. But um, but still, you got to you, you, you just you got to do something. I mean, how, people how are you... just like hearings and testimony and blah, 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 blah. People are getting just done. I mean, I... just why not? Why not? Then there's this. Um, hold on. Not that. Not that. I remember this and people are talking about it. So I wanted to bring it up today to, to talk about it with folks for a second. People are saying there's one more indictment. I've seen glivers of this all over Twitter, people talking about this. After this one, there's still Georgia and one more. In April, there was this piece that went up in the New York Times. Special counsel focuses on Trump fundraising efforts off false election claims. They're saying that they're probing the January 6th attack um, and they have sought a wide range of documents related to fundraising after the 2020 election, looking to determine if former President Trump or his advisors scammed donors by using false claims about voter fraud to raise money. Now, I don't think that they're going to go in that direction, personally. Um, but I will say this, if if we're, if because I've seen like, Bigger people, like I think a FOIA fan tweeted about it yesterday and a couple other people tweeted about this. If he raised money, and the RNC is in the same boat, so they'd better watch their ass too. If they raised money saying we're going to fight this election fraud and then didn't use the money to fight the election fraud, that's a crime. So people wouldn't think about it. Like 
I don't think that if that happened with Trump, it would have been something malicious. Like I'm raising all this money and scamming people out of it so I can use it for something else. But if he didn't use it for something else and they find that, he's going to be screwed on that one. Screwed on it. There's no wait, wait. If it's just if it's just sitting there and not being used at all, no. or it's being used for something if different. It's being used for something different. Well, I feel yeah. That's that's going to be a problem. That one would be a problem. Like that's the one that I would be like, oh, how do we, how do we work this one out? That's the one that would get me to be like, all right, let's see what the hell's going on here. The rest of this nonsense, they're clamoring on to like. The air. They've got absolutely nothing. I don't understand. People are saying, oh, so-and-so flipped. This person flipped. To flip, you would have to have something to flip on. Like, nothing happened. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, so it's just a very, um, a very interesting and terrible path we're going down here. Just how many times? Like, when is, when does people, when do people start to get indictment fatigue? It, it, it's already there for, I, mean, I think, a lot of people. I, I mean, yesterday, reading that, I, I know it's serious, but at the same time, I'm I'm just like... You're so used to it by now. Like, what are you going to do? I mean, it's just another one. Like, that's the problem, is that people are going to get tired of it. People are going to get tired of this. It's going to happen and happen and happen. And then when some, like real thing happens not against trump but in general people are gonna be like ah, whatever, whatever. like it's it's crazy the way everyone's being uh psychologically manipulated right now yeah yeah and uh and, you know to to say oh whatever i don't know if maybe part of the disinterest is the fact that it never works out it, it always gets it always just leads us to the next thing that there it's always just so frivolous that nothing comes of it it's a waste of time yes it's always crying wolf it takes away from any kind of attention that can be put toward um, a, a thing of actual concern. But what happens still, regardless of outcome thus far, because it's obvious that they want to destroy people and kill people. When you talk about a life sentence, you're essentially executing somebody. Yeah. You're telling them, die in this room. Yeah. Okay. So... That's just uh, right now they haven't had the result they wanted, but they keep doing it and we keep rolling our eyes because the person they're focusing most of it on in a very public sense, obviously, is is Donald Trump, who has, again, the clout. He has the lawyers. He has the support of a nation. And he's been able to really uh, use that to his his advantage and, uh, and aside. And he's being accused of nonsense. So if you get an even somewhat honest judge and jury you are you're, you're going to be all right obviously the civil cases are going to be something different because it's all going to be based on what 12 losers from a liberal city are going to be able to give us as far as a a, a decision goes but really what happens what happens when they 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 finally get what they want if they get him convicted of one thing if eventually if they get if they charging with if he beats everything man good for him because they want him in jail and um and the fact that they keep making the attempt it's attempted murder over and over, over and again. over and over again it's really insane it's insane it's it's crazy what's happening right now you can't you, like we have somebody literally being paid off by china sitting in the white house and they're going after this guy for telling people to peacefully and patriotically march down to the capitol on january 6th 
Doesn't make sense to me. But nothing does anymore. Um, I have a bunch of other stuff. Little light on the prep today. It's been absolutely crazy. But Joe Biden yesterday. I don't know what. This is the president, guys. This is the president right Israelis here. Israelis and Palestinians. I'm going to show everybody. Together at a political level. And they are. And, uh, at the, uh, and Akwa and the Shram. Yes. And uh, as I uh, affirmed the prime minister. What is he even do? What is he even doing right now? What? He's looking down. It looks like he fell asleep. Israel His eyes are closed. This is the president of the United States right now. What is he even saying? I, maybe he's trying to listen to whatever somebody's feeding him in his ear or he's praying. I, I don't know. He looks like he's just, I don't know. He looks like he's praying for mercy. Um, there is a poll out. The 2024 National Democratic Part primary without Biden. This is pretty crazy. Harris comes in at 17%. Does that make sense to anybody? Nope. So nope. I discount this poll right off the bat. It's 538. I'm going to go to the link for a second. But Harris, then Clinton at 15%. Then they've got Sanders at 13%. Newsom at 11 Buttigieg at 7 Kennedy at 6 Elizabeth Warren at 6 AOC comes in at 5 This is nonsense. I can't, I can't see, I have to look at this, but I can't, I don't, where am I? Without Biden, 17% Harris, what has she done to make you confident that she could do anything? I mean, it's, it's absurd. It's absurd. Here, this is the poll. Oh, it's very detailed. Let's take a look. All right. What would you say? Would you say things in the United States are and the, the answers are off on the wrong track, generally headed in the right direction and don't know? Are you you're asking me? No, I'm telling you what the questions are. OK, 69 percent of the sample, which is one thousand five hundred fifty two Americans, not a very big sample size at all. Um, week long poll. Sixty nine percent say the country's off on the wrong track. Of those people, which are a majority Democrats, it's like 60-40 Democrats to Republicans, and then there are 500 independents questioned. So it's basically a Democrat poll-ish. Mm -hmm. Do you approve or disapprove of the way Joe Biden is performing? Somewhat approve, 21%. Somewhat disapprove, 23%. Strongly disapprove, 37%. How would you rate the current state of the United States economy? Excellent got 2%. Poor got 50%. One political issue that matters the most to you today, the economy and inflation come in at one and two. Everything else is below. And this is all, these are all um, questions that have been posed strictly to Democrats? No. Or to people, just, just, just across the board. Across the board, there are 609 Democrats, 435 Republicans, and 507 independents. If the... General election was held today between Joe Biden and Donald Trump, 41 to 34 for Trump and 25 percent. Not sure. That's pretty big percentage of people who don't know who they're voting for in that race. If it was between Ron DeSantis and Joe Biden in this poll, Joe Biden wins 31 to 29 to DeSantis with 40 percent. Not sure. 
which just tells you that nobody really knows who Ron DeSantis is enough to even make a decision. Um, do you plan to re- vote in the Republican primary? 77% yes, 23% no. And then who do you think the primary the Republican Party should nominate as the, the candidate? 58% Trump, 19% DeSantis. Um, and then where is the stuff about, I don't know what they're saying. This is a big, long poll, but I don't see anything about Kamala Harris on here. <laughs> this is where that was derived yeah, that, from? That's what they're saying. That's why I wanted to look into it, but I don't see anything about about any of these people in this thing. No, anyway, it doesn't. Back it doesn't to it. <laughs> back to it. The GOP is to put, uh, the GOP wants to put um, Merrick Garland up for impeachment. McCarthy is saying that that's who they want to impeach. Right. Because that, that'll fix the problem. That'll fix the problem. If we can impeach this man and remove him, then we will get someone better. Uh, geez, come on. You know, with the, the people who are undecided, I wonder, is there any is there any um, bit of data inside of there that can distinguish between people who are just generally disinterested about the whole thing? That it's not even a... It's not even like they're stumped about the, the current crop of candidates or all like that. Like they just they don't are, really pay attention. They're going out and doing their life and then they get a poll. Maybe or but even maybe even deeper than that, where they were paying attention a lot more two years ago or four years ago. And right now it's to them. It's just I have seen so much that has taken all of my faith in this game that we're playing away that I'm not sure I'm even going to participate. It's not even, let's say that they actually would, you know, in a world where they believe that Donald Trump was going to get a fair shake or it it was a fair election for anybody that's competing and has actual momentum with the the electorate. What if they do have a candidate, but there's something that holds them back from being enthusiastic about making the decision? The questions didn't seem posed that way, but I'm sure you could ask questions that were. In a different what in a different poll, somebody should be doing that poll. It would be. Super I gotta ask. Maybe Rich. I can ask Rich or something. If Rich does it, it's. I mean, I don't know how much that'll cost, but those questions have to be worded in a very specific way. So. Yeah, I wonder how you can do it. It's, it's, I'm sure it's possible. You can poll people about anything, and that's the thing too. Like I was talking on the pre-show this morning, and people are like, "This poll, this poll, this poll, blah blah blah." All of these polls are basically nonsense if you read into their demo and how they ask the questions and all. Like, I I just, I've given up on them. They're never right, Frank. 90% of them anyway. They're never right. People people pay for them and then they have them skew the questions in a way. One word in a different way can change how people respond to a question. So it's like, depending on whose money's behind it, it's coming out one way or another. Like if you wanted to really trick somebody, you could do your own polling and show them that they were the most popular person in the whole entire world. But in actuality, they're really not. And it's just based on how the questions are asked and who you're asking them of. So the polling industry, that's why I like what Barris has done with trying to bring some integrity back to polling. Um, but I mean, still, they lie, people lie to them, people... People lie to them. It's true. It is. I mean, the 2016 polls were wildly off. So 
There yeah, is. Yeah, and I don't even think that those polls were even based on data. They they probably yeah. weren't. <laughs> they, I, I, seriously, I mean, when you say Hillary Clinton has a ninety three percent chance of winning or whatever, I I really just believe that in you know with hindsight being twenty twenty, it probably wasn't even based on data. So you like you agree with me then? That any poll coming out that has someone at like a 70 or 80% chance of winning anything has got to be wrong. I, I, I'm not going to say it's impossible for somebody to be that much of a favorite. I mean, we saw, you know, we saw the, I wasn't around for it, but the, 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 the election of, uh, re-election of, of Reagan, why would anybody run against him? And, uh, and and there you go. So, I mean, hey, look at what Reagan did to Mondale. So it's not impossible for somebody to be that um, that that embraced by an electorate, whether it be in a local area or a nation at large, uh, for that to be those numbers to be possible. But I don't think those numbers are possible. Uh, just, this is just not, especially with someone like Hillary Clinton, who is a loathsome character. So yeah, maybe there is a an edge somewhere, but to say that there is a uh, an eighty two percent edge, it's got to just be okay. Here's fifty percent for good measure. It has to be. I just want to say something. There's a lot of debate going on in the chat right now, and I just want to say like there is right now we're in the middle of a primary, and can we just all take a second to take a breath and just be a little more kind to each other? We're we're on the same team. I just I can't stand this constant arguing between us um, based off of our preference of who we may want to vote for in the primary. Like that is killing me. It's so depressing to watch. Um, do you ever see <laughs> yesterday? I watched the most terrible. Now, I'm not a fan of this person. Like, I don't know. I have mixed feelings about them. But I mean, we've got comments about how heavy people are what they look like um you know how it's just it's like so petty substance people if you're gonna attack somebody use some damn substance i'm, I'm so tired of it um especially when we're still fa funding fauci's security detail listen to this jesse waters report we got our hands on some fauci documents a few months ago a source told primetime Fauci had around-the-clock taxpayer-funded security, even though he says he's retired. This doesn't make any sense. The only people who get a security detail after retirement are presidents, vice presidents, and their families. So we sent a Freedom of Information Act request to the U.S. Marshals, demanding all documents surrounding Fauci's security detail. And primetime source was right. Taxpayers are still paying for Fauci's security. Fauci's got billions in the bank. And he doesn't work for us anymore, so why are we paying for it? The Attorney General Merrick Garland personally asked for Fauci to get the security detail. He's slated to have it through September, maybe even longer. They still haven't said how much it costs us. I mean, it has to be hundreds of thousands of dollars. The guy's more got than that. class U.S. Marshals. And so he goes through all this, and he has hundreds, hundreds of thousands, like for every six months, maybe. Yeah, I mean, he's, yeah, here's Fa here's Paul, Rand Paul. He's not stopping on Fauci, which I commend him for. He just won't let it go. Audited by the U.S. Marshals. That means they station someone outside his house, the limousines, take him wherever he needs to go to the airport. Why, if he's not in government anymore, would he get this? 
So we've been hearing these rumors. He announced his retirement, and then somebody said, oh, well, he still comes into the office periodically, and he still has his security detail, and we're like, how come? He's, not, he's no longer working. So we asked HHS early in the summer, we said, is he still working, and does he have this limo, and does he have a driver, and does he have a security detail? Well, HHS actually came back to us and said they haven't been paying for it since January. But then we discovered that Fox uh, did a Freedom of Information Act, and a judge forced them to say that, well, while HHS wasn't directly funding it, the U.S. Marshals were funding it. So can you imagine, we asked the government, are you funding his limo and his driver and his security detail? And they say, oh, we're not doing it. Oh, but somebody else is doing it, and then we're reimbursing them. So it's a terrible uh, example <laughs> of the government lying to its representatives and to the people, but also, why is a retired guy? The only retired official I know of that gets this kind of treatment is a former president. So I I have no idea why this bureaucrat still has a limo driver, security detail, and we, we want to know, does he still get legal representation? Amazing. Just amazing. It's amazing. One more thing to end, okay? Yeah. This is something that has really got me. This transgender woman, this guy. Correct, Tracy. Is talking about the bathroom, okay? Sav, Sav, Savannah Hernandez says, not another man telling women their safety and privacy is invalid. This man needs to check himself and stop trying to force his way into women's spaces. I'm gonna play the video and then I'm gonna play, they actually responded to her. And, oh gosh, listen. I'll never use the men's bathroom, no matter what anyone says. And the only people that seem to have a problem with me using the woman's bathroom is TERFs, trans exclusionary radical feminists. And TERFs do not make up the whole female population. They do not make up the majority of the female population. It's a very small minority. And in my opinion, you guys should use a family restroom or use the bathroom at home, whatever, if you aren't comfortable with people like me being in there. That's just how I feel. That is a public space and it's available for any woman to use. And just because your radical politics say I'm a man or a trans identifying male, whatever you want to call it, um, I really don't care because in the eyes of the law, I'm a woman and I'm going to use that bathroom. I'm getting real tired of being told by these hateful people that I need a trans bathroom or to find a family restroom. That's not happening. I said in one of my earlier videos that I wanted a turf bathroom as a joke because of how ridiculous it sounded when you guys said people like me needed our own specific bathroom. You know how much time I put into pretending I'm a woman? You know how much time I practice this voice? Ladies, this is what you sound like. This is what I have just, gleaned from my interactions with you. <laughs> this is exactly here. Just this next one is just this got me. I am a woman. I will continue to use the woman's bathroom. If you have an issue with that, find somewhere else to go. Because I'm done trying to find common ground with people who want it to be their way or the highway. Isn't that what you're doing right now? <laughs> That's what you're doing right now. Literally right now. That's what you are doing. I'm Indeed. done. She's so Sav said that and then this person actually made a video responding to sav 
saying she's a bad person. And this response was extremely masculine. I don't feel comfortable sharing a bathroom with you. Please stay out of our private spaces. And here's her, here's his reply, I should say. Savannah Hernandez decided to take my video from the other day saying that trans women like myself should be able to use the bathroom. And she said, not another man telling women their safety and privacy is invalid. This man needs to check himself and stop trying to force his way into women's spaces. Savannah, if you actually saw me as a man, you wouldn't have had to say man multiple times. You're overcompensating because you know I look like a woman and that bothers you. You know, I look, see, it bothers you that I'm passable. I, I'm not even looking. I, I'm just, I'm just listening to, I'm just listening to the audio. But there, there you go again. It bothers you that I'm passable. This is what they, for everybody, for as much as they love talking about people who are, you know, shallow or whatever. It, 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 there's just nothing. There's nothing. It, 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 all they talk about is things that are, if you're, because if you're the guy from the, the video game store, it's ma'am. And you know that it's, it's obviously not a woman. <laughs> so it based, their authenticity is based on how passable they are. So it's. Um, this, this is it's, the voice that this person has ab assumed for women. Yeah, like, it's a joke. It's all a joke. This is a man. This is a man pretending to be a woman. And this is what this man has decided to do. This man is telling this woman, Sav, that she can't use her own bathroom. There's more. I think anyone who uses common sense knows that there's a much greater risk to trans women's safety when using the men's bathroom than there ever would be with trans women using the women's bathroom. Why? Because women can't destroy a man in a fist fight right like is it because you can overpower us is that what it is because you're a man <sighs> here we go i am so tired of the <laughs> bs narrative that people are going to pretend to be trans to go into the bathroom and harm women it's happened I people are getting raped that just doesn't happen that just doesn't happen every time they bring up a story like that it ends up being false to be completely honest, even if there were a few cases of predators taking advantage of the system, A, they would have done that anyways, because it's not that hard for anyone, even someone that looks like a full-blown man, no. to enter any bathroom they want. No, it's not because of people like you. It's not hard for that to happen anymore because of people like you. And B Now, yeah. if you see a man entering a woman's bathroom before this craziness, you would have been like, why is that guy going into the bathroom? Now you might say, oh, they must identify as a female and not take any action. Conservative men will still take action. You know what I'm saying. B, it's gonna cause way more harm to tell someone like me to go into the men's room, especially being post-op. I've literally had the surgery. So shouldn't we be aiming to make laws that are gonna cause no, less problems? we shouldn't be aiming to make laws about this at all, you psychopath. Yeah. You're you're crazy. Shouldn't we, shouldn't we making laws to? Uh, no, no, I don't like I don't like making laws. I don't like laws for anything, especially not to protect people like you, who are taking the persona of a. I said I responded. There's more. We can listen to it or not. It doesn't matter to me. But I took I I said, how does it feel to have everything in your life be fake? Your voice, your boobs, your sex. How does that feel to live a fake life? Does that feel good? Because you'll never be a woman. You can put a fake vagina and fake boobs on your body. And guess what? You're still a man, baby. You're still a man. It, it's more so the 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 legal. There's always been people out there just living 
living alternative lifestyles and, um, and and just doing one thing or another. We knew that they were always out there. We knew that there was cross-dressers. We knew that there were people who go even deeper into the projection of this kind of fluidity. Uh, it's always been there, but it's it's been you have to go, you really have to go digging to to find it. There are there are there are clubs for that. There Good. Are Let them niche. go to their clubs and have their fun. I don't give a sh. I don't care. But that, that's the the issue. As much as I can't stand the people who go and take this public and are aggressive in this way that you're anal this person that you're analyzing right now. That is one thing where I can now focus my ire on one person for attempting to wield this kind of power and influence over normal people. And uh, but, you know, other than that, the only reason why that they are encouraged to do this is because there is amazingly a judicial system, a legislature, a system of legislatures all over the place schools media all over the place that have taken this up and they have packaged it and they have sent it out to the world and they've, they've created almost like a beacon for more crazy to uh to, to formulate around i mean it's like I, you can you can get mad at the individual who goes and and takes this privilege and wields it like a weapon that they it was intended to be or again, you can just marvel at the fact that we're only listening to this person because somebody went out of their way to create them, knowing that they would be a weapon that could be unleashed on the, on the world. It's uh, that's just um, just what it is. This would not happen naturally. It's been stimulated. Oh yes, and propped up. And I, I, how many? Like I don't think we realized fully how many crazy people there actually were walking around in the world before. But now we can see them all. So and maybe it's a positive because this is this is legit cr crazy. Like that person isn't just like they're going out of their way to be a voice to tell women that they can't have their own spaces without a man coming in to use them and vice versa. I wouldn't feel comfortable in a men's bathroom. There have been times when I have been drunk off my face when I was younger at a club. And the line for the girl's bathroom wrapped up and down and around. And I didn't think that I'd be able to hold it a second longer. I would not go into the empty men's bathroom to use it. I just wouldn't do it. Because it's just not some place that I should be. <laughs> like, I know. Why is know. that too? Why is the girl's line always so much longer than the guy's? Why? The girl, all well, you think about it. We, we, we stroll up to the... The urinal we take our ween out we pee we zip up and we walk out you guys you gotta find a, you, you don't have urinals you have to go inside wait until the, the stall is open you got to build your nest you got to take your pants all the way down <laughs> or to your knees and then you're either you're then you're like hovering or you're sitting and then you're doing your thing whatever and I, I don't know you you guys have a lot more undressing to do and we're a little bit more just uh, drop it and leave. Yeah, and you don't care what you leave behind either. Most no, of we don't anyway. because no, no, because we're men. We don't care. Listen, I'll tell you something. I've been in some of the, like some of the men's bathrooms as per people I know that are male are cleaner than the girls bathrooms. Girls are disgusting in bathrooms. Like I've seen some things in bathroom stalls in my lifetime that would make your stomach turn upside down. I don't understand how people can be that way. Um, 
There are people talking about this. And build your nest is correct. You have to, you have to survey a whole bunch of things before you plant your ass on, on that chair. You, or decide to hover. And then hovering brings in a whole new dynamic because then you have to concentrate and hover. So it's, it's a problem. Anyway. Yeah, it is. No, it's a terrible problem. That's it for today, Frank. It's a terror. It's an awful, awful, awful mess. It is. Well, most of the time it is, especially when you are got drunk women in there and then like clogging up the freaking cabinet, putting their makeup on and fixing their lipstick and hair and all that BS. Anyway, you have been listening to the Dark Delight podcast with Frankie Val in the basement and Beans. You can hear us every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 2.30 Eastern Time on TuneIn, Stitcher, Apple iTunes, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and RadioInfluence.com. Also, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday live at 8.30 a.m. Eastern Time on uh, Twitter, on Rumble, and on Getter. And make sure to check out Frank's show Monday through Friday at 7 p.m., quitefrankly.tv, or on Rumble. And we'll be back here on Friday. Later. Later.